Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is Thursday, Avengers Infinity War Day 2018, and you are listening to episode 194 of the Talking Games podcast. My name is Hugh, and I am here with Twitch's number one Bloodborne streamer, Kelsey Lavati. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> hey. Um, so yeah, Kelsey, this past Monday, um, took the dive into, um, baby steps into internet superstardom. Um, yes. I think, I think maybe a few more streams we can start referring to you to as, um, Kelsey Lavati enabler as, or whatever it is they call him. Influencer. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> social media so, influencer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, we'll have like a few. We'll throw a few controversies in there, some no. like homophobic slurs and some racism, no. um, and then she can be basically. Yeah, Kelsey's and then I'm on well way on my be, way. Yeah, exactly. So, congratulations, Kelsey. Thank you. Don't, for, don't forget us all when you're, um, you know, hosting your own, um, you know, esports tournaments like Ninja did this past weekend. Um, that was pretty cool, actually. Um, if you don't know, Ninja actually um, hosted his own Fortnite tournament. Um, oh, no, I didn't I, know. Um, and basically, it was called... I think it was called Ninja Vegas. And ba- okay. um, <laughs> basically, people paid... Um, it was because it was in Vegas, and he's called Ninja. It wasn't particularly inventively named. Um, but the concept of it was pretty cool. Um it's basically you bought a t- you could buy a ticket and that ticket allowed you then to play um three rounds of Fortnite and in each of those rounds would be ninja and if you um were so lucky as to kill him um that person would win two and a half thousand dollars and the winner of the round also won two and a half thousand dollars so um mm. Like the very first round, um, this guy killed him and won the round, so he won like five thousand um, dollars, f- just for one like playing one game of Fortnite. But the cool thing was, um, I don't know if he actually did any- win any rounds himself, but um, basically, if Ninja himself won the round, he would donate um, the bounty, as he was calling it, on his head to um autism charities which he'd nominated um so it's quite a cool concept actually i I didn't get to watch any of it because of the time difference but um the fact that it you know allowed some money to go the way of charity is uh Mm -hmm. never a bad thing and apparently he broke his um twitch viewership record again he had like something like seven hundred thousand people watching him um which is bonkers so um I'm sure Kelsey was uh, well into watching that. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, how did you find it? I didn't get to watch any of your stream because it was like bedtime. So like once I helped you get set up, I was like, okay, <laughs> device is good night. time for bed. <laughs> so, yeah. So <laughs> night night, good luck. And seeing as how you didn't set your stream to archive... God damn you. Um, I haven't seen it. Okay. So how, First of how did all, it go? you didn't tell me to. I know. Yes. So. I did. <laughs> I forgot. That's, that's fine. I'm not, <laughs> God damn myself. No, it was good. Um, I was really nervous like all day about it. Um, but little did I know I'm a natural. No, it was actually fun. It's The game is weird. Um, so I understand why. Bobby thought it would be funny if I streamed it and it's scary and I'm and I'm afraid of the dark so like anything that has to do with horror and stuff like that like really scares me it's like a general fear you do know but it's not the dark that'll get you anyway it's the things that live in the dark yeah that's but that's what I'm saying like it's a general thing yeah so like there could be clothes on a chair and I'll think it's a monster. Like I, I haven't, yeah. I have not aged since five years old. 
Like, <laughs> We've all been there. I was I was asleep the other night and my Batgirl poster fell off my bed oh. onto my head while I was asleep and <laughs> there was a ch- there was a change of sheets needed right there. <laughs> um, but like I don't even think I got too too far in. I mean, there's something in the story that I like kind of feel like is happening. Like I know that there's these the pe- the people who come out and try to kill you and then there's people that are in their homes because I had knocked on a door and someone's like, "Oh, why would you be out during the hunt?" And I was like, "Uh, okay." <laughs> Not a good I sign. I needed some milk and I got stuck out. <laughs> um but yeah, like my one of my friends had told me that the game was really difficult. Bobby had told me it was really difficult. Justin said it was really difficult. So I know I'm, it's going to be Struggle Bus City. But uh, I, I had fun. So that's the only reason why I would continue the game. Because if I was by myself, I, I would not. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, Bloodborne... Um, have you ever played any of the Souls games? No, never. Because I've I, I'm too afraid of these things. I've like the only really actual horror game I've ever played was The Last of Us. Yeah, I mean, Bloodborne is like obviously it's made by the same people, so it's it's a similar thing. But I think Bloodborne's a bit more mm-hmm. um, forgiving than the Souls games. Like the Souls games just drive me mad. Um, I'll play them for okay. a while and. Like, just, they're the only games that make me rage quit, really. Um, so, I mean, one thing I will say for Bloodborne is playing that will probably um, make your skills with the combat in God of War, which we'll talk about in a little bit, um, better, because it's not, like, yeah. there's similarities there. Um but yeah, it's one of those things where um, they've kind, they've got sort of like roguelike elements. So it's kind of like you know you die, but the enemies are always in the same place. So it's about remembering where they are, yeah, and you know what their attack patterns are. So it it's they're tough, but they're also really rewarding. Um, like I'll be very interested to see how you do when you come across the first boss. Um, terribly, probably. Yeah, don't worry. You, you won't be alone in 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 doing that because I I remember when I was playing Bloodborne for the first time, and I it took me so many tries to kill the f- first boss. And Bobby was like, "Come on, you can do it. It's it's not that difficult." And I was like, "It fucking is. I hate this game." And then I beat him. I was like, "Yes." Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then not long after that, I was kind of like, "I'm done with this game." because it's driving me mad so like i could tell like i had only played an hour and like seriously 18 minutes of that full hour was me creating uh my character (laughs) so like i really only played like 40 minutes and i was already screaming so (laughs) yeah well i mean character creation is important you've got to look cool while you're dying at least we made him hot yeah he has a scar what what weapon did you go with uh the saw oh okay yeah and a gun yeah yeah the guns are handy because you kind of like stagger the enemies with i don't know how to i'm really bad at like equipping i have no idea how to do anything i'm learning yeah well you know (laughs) if it's you know your first hour with the game it's understandable yeah um but yeah i'm glad you had fun like it is like streaming on twitch is like I, I I find streaming on Twitch easier than recording um videos where I'm not like live for people to join me mm-hmm. and sort of like chat. Um mm-hmm. because it's just easier. Like when um I did that God of War stream the day that that came out. Yeah. Um like that was just super fun because there was people watching, there was people in the chat and I had like it just becomes like um it kind of helps you relax a bit, actually, because you yeah. just kind of you've got people to bounce off. Um, whereas, just like recording, um, like a video for YouTube or something like the the Pro Evolution Soccer series I do, um, I find myself going quiet for long periods because there's just nobody yeah. to sort of 
bounce off. Um, and I think you having um, Danica with you when you were um, playing was probably a good idea as well because you've got somebody yeah. there to sort of yeah. like bring bring yourself out. Um, yeah, and we bicker a lot, so like. I hadn't noticed. <laughs> So like, do, do you uh, ever actually have a nice word to say to each other? No, we yeah, yes, that's fair enough. Y- we do, but I I think like me and Danica are bo- are both like um, we're both like we love like bouncing off people and like making like comedic jests kind of thing, and then it's like I find like then we compete so then one one or the other has to be the funnier one and so then it just ends up bickering and she's like a backseat video game player oh so she'll give advice of like things that i already thought in my head but didn't say out loud and then i'll get annoyed and then she'll get annoyed that i'm annoyed so like we <laughs> <laughs> and you end up just like sat there facing away from each other just like i hate you um, we were surprisingly close our legs were touching and like we were oh, just wow. so like into the game. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a funny story. When I was streaming, um, doing my God of War stream, Kelsey and um, Danica were watching, mm-hmm. and like I've never come across anybody called Danica before in my life. So I'm sat there <laughs> watching. She's in the chat. I'm like, oh, hey, Danica, and I'm like just mispronounced mispronouncing her name every time i say it and like i don't i don't know any friggin better like to me the ni in the middle of that that syllable is pronounced like the same as like nino cooney um so like bobby texted me and he was like um I'm, I'm sure it's not a big deal but you were like mispronouncing danica's name all the way through that i was like oh fuck so i just like started feeling really bad so i sent a message like i'm so sorry blah 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 and then like I tried to stream God of War again yesterday, but I had like technical issues and she was in the chat and I was like I I was like in my head I was like, right, here we go. I'm getting this right. I'm getting this right. And I was like, hey Danica. And I was just like, oh for fuck's sake. And she was like, you got it wrong again. I was like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I, I meant to get it wrong, honestly. Um But the funny thing is, and I'll tell I'll tell the story about what happened today. So um, we get work experience people um, and they're just like from local universities and they come to us for a couple of days just to see um, they might be doing sort of like um, like design degrees and stuff like that. So they just want to get like see how the fashion side of things work in the department store I work in. Um, so I pick up this email saying there's this girl coming in um can you meet her show her around the shop give her the safe health and safety boring bollocks her name's danica i was like oh great okay this is i i've got experience with this name i know what i'm doing now so i go down and meet her and i'm like hi i'm hugh and she was like hi i'm danica and i was just like ah, for fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> and i was just like why why is the universe mocking me right now? Like what what are the odds? What are the odds? <laughs> it's funny though. I was like straight out my phone at my nearest possible opportunity sending uh, Danica a message. I was like, you never fucking guess what just happened. Um so anyway, um we will speak at kind of at length about God of War shortly. Um so I've been playing, um, I'll start with Ghost Recon Wildlands. Um, I started playing it, I played the beta before it came out. Um, and I haven't played it since. I actually did buy it um, when it came out, never played it, traded it in. Because um, I just didn't have anybody to play it with. Um, and I had a free weekend a few weeks back. Um, so I thought, screw it, I'll give it a go. Downloaded it. Um, and I quite enjoyed it. And whilst the um, free weekend was on, it was like heavily discounted. It was like the deluxe edition of the game for like twenty pounds. I was like, screw it, I'll pick it up. Um, and it's kind of it's got a lot of similarities to Far Cry. Really, it's very much sort of like 
everything you do is a case of going to somewhere, shooting a load of people, um, and then finding a thing, and then possibly taking it somewhere else. Um, but it's just got a lot of cool mechanics. Like I really like. There's a lot more of a tactical element to it. So when you're playing on your own, you've got um, teammates who you can control. So you can like tag enemies and tell them to shoot them. Um, you have like a little drone that you can send up and you can like scan the area around so you can spot all the enemies and stuff like that. Um, and like, it's not a brilliant game by any means, but it's a game that's like quite good fun to play for an hour or two just to kill some time. Um, I bet it would be damn good fun with friends, like sort of coordinating your attacks and stuff like that. Cause a lot of it is like, if you kill somebody and they, there's somebody, another enemy who has line of sight on them, then they'll see that person get killed and they'll sort of call for backup and shit just goes crazy. But if you could, if you see like a group of two enemies together, you can basically say, right, three, two, one, fire, kill them both at the same time and you, you stay stealthy. Um, so I really like that aspect of it. And you can, you can do that with the, um, computer controlled, um, teammates you have. Um, so that's like a good fun game. Like if you could pick it up for 20, like, you know, on like discounted, like I did, I would recommend it is good fun. Um, and the map is absolutely enormous. Like I've played it for about 10, 15 hours and I haven't even touched like half of the map yet. It's insane. Um, and a quick word about, um, basically PUBG have started doing on the PC version events, um so it's transparently in re um, in response to sort of Fortnite and the events they do and trying to sort of change the game up a little bit but so far the two that um they've done um thoroughly enjoyed Bobby and I played the first one which is called War Mode and basically you'd have a small area of the map um and the plane would fly over that and you drop into it and in that circle then um is three teams of 10 and it's basically um you score a point if you get a kill or you score a point if you revive somebody and it's the first team it was the first team to 200 points won the game um and it was really cool so so basically how it worked was um like within your team there was still the um the mechanic of like you got downed before you got killed so your teammates could revive you um so like i said you got a point for that um but basically all the way through the match is a 40 second countdown basically ticks down from 40 to 0 starts again so every 40 seconds the people who have been killed respawn drop back in um so like i said it if you go outside that, that circle that's marked on the map, like the circle does not move, but you still take like blue zone damage if you go outside the circle. So it was, it was cool. It was a really fun, like sort of team deathmatch type thing where it mm -hmm. was like a random, um, I don't, I don't know how random it was actually, because it was generally in sort of like areas of the map that had buildings, um, to, because I guess, doing it in an open field would be just fucking bedlam um and it was good um and the last one last weekend was i didn't enjoy quite as much but it was still very good was called um steel rain so basically this was um squads of eight um and i think it the server basically filled up with as many squads of eight as you can get out of 100 people I'm not good at maths. I'm not going to do it right now. So you can f you can figure that out for yourselves. Kelsey's probably doing some maths now. She's a student. She's intelligent. She knows <laughs> what's going on. Um, and basically, um, this worked a lot more like a normal game of um, PUBG, but like I said, with squads of eight. And um, randomly around the map, you find flare guns. So if you're outside the circle... Um, as in the white circle, so between the white edge of the white circle and the blue, and you fire off the flare, you would get an airdrop with an armoured car. Um, it, if you were within the circle, within the white circle, 
you fire the flare off and you get like a proper sort of um care package drop so with you know high-end gear and stuff like that in. and it was really interesting it was um added quite a cool dynamic to the game um i think like i didn't myself physically see any of the flare guns at all um so i'm not sure how that worked um but it was interesting, like playing in a team of like eight people, seeing how that worked, like um like watching people moving around as in a bunch and stuff like that. Um It's it's a bit tricky doing that mode because if you don't want to communicate with people, um like I don't when I'm playing online, um unless I'm with somebody, like I kind of was when Bobby and I were playing together because you know. Bobby was there to hold my hand because he's a grown-up and I'm a big wuss. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's it's nice to see PUBG adding a bit of like fun to the game and a bit more um, personality, I suppose. I guess you could say, for want of a better way of putting it. Yeah. It just, it's just mixing things up a little bit, which is long overdue because it's just been sort of... It's been stale for a while. Um, which I think is one of the um, big things that Fortnite has over PUBG is that they're just constantly yeah. putting in yeah. new weapons, different modes, or they're bringing back modes that have been on before. Like I think 50v50 is back on at the moment. They've just added um, sticky grenades um, today or yesterday, and is you know they're constantly just like doing new stuff. Um, and they do kind of have an advantage over PUBG in the fact that they're concentrating solely on one map um, and one mode. So they've got a lot more time to develop these things, whereas PUBG have got, like, they're working on um, the Savage map, they're working on the Xbox version. Um, so, you know, their hands are a little more, bit more sort of spread out. Um, so I guess... Hmm, um, God of War, I suppose you could say, is the first, like, major, like, major big release of the year, really, if I'm not mistaken. Can you think of any others of this magnitude yet so far, Kelsey? Uh, no. Well, no. No. I think it's the first. Yeah, I mean, in terms of, like, big AAA, like, titles that there's been a sort of fervor for, I guess, is probably the biggest... Yeah, I think so because like often I don't play the big AAA games, so I'm like, oh, am I missing one? But I feel like you would have, so I feel like we would know. Yeah. yeah. Um, plus, also, I think if there was one, it would be fairly apparent, I suppose. Yeah. Because I was gonna say like, there's ones that come in my head, but I know that they haven't released yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. So basically, God of War released last Friday. Um, it's the fourth game in the series from Santa Monica Studios. And mm-hmm. um, I think to call it a reboot is a bit of a misnomer um, because mm. what what's come before does have some weight. Like the bits I've just come to, um, like I think Kratos' past kind of has some weight, but not what what's happened in those games so much. Well, as as someone who didn't play those games, I don't find it truly affected me. Like no, of course. I don't. I don't think so at all. I don't. I don't find I missed anything. Yeah, yeah, and I think like um, having played, I think I played. I think I played all three of them. Um, I think it gives it adds a little bit of extra weight to Kratos's character, but I don't think it's essential um because it like when they do bring him bring his past into into play um it's very much sort of like still done in a way that sort of like you don't need to worry about what's gone on before mm-hmm. um but in terms of gameplay it's a massive like shift change for the series um yeah. and like being someone who's never played a god of war game before um how are you feeling about it so far kelsey i love it i love it i i I mean i know enough about the story 
um, the past stories. But like, that's what I mean. Like, I don't think I need to know every detail. Um, I know that the other ones were far more bloody. And I know this one so far, I've only had like one really big fight where there was like a lot of blood and like kind of high stakes I guess you could say um but other than that like I I am really enjoying it but maybe I I could be biased because I love stories about fathers so um I wouldn't say I mean obviously when there's something that you know plays to your particular um fetishes Kelsey that you know that'll (laughs) That'll bring in an extra level of enjoyment. I was very careful with my choice of words. There. <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like that's fair. Fair enough. Like if you mm-hmm. like father and son stories, then yeah. this is a this is a father and son story. Um, <laughs> that's all I was sorry, saying. I, was I bit? I was a bit too close to home there, wasn't I? I've embarrassed you now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Like, I completely agree. Like, I'm, um, like, my sort of build-up to this game was quite weird because I was kind of, like, I was looking forward to it, but I wasn't mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah, God of War's coming but out. God I of feel War's the same. Out. I feel the same. Like, if I don't think if it got, like, really, really good reviews that I would have played it right away or mm. even at all Yeah, because I was, I was really worried about that story aspect. Um, um, yeah, because I uh, up until the reviews came out, I was kind of like, okay, I'll I'll play it at some mm-hmm. point, but I'm not in a rush to get to it. You know, I've got other stuff that I'm just kind of like, I'm playing at the moment. I might have played through them before, but whatever. I'm having mm-hmm. fun with the games I'm playing right now. And then the reviews started coming out, and they were, you know, a lot of them were like effusive in their praise of the game. And, um, like, saying, like, this is an essential game to play. It's something special. I was like, all right, okay, I suppose we're getting God of War on day one because it looks like this is a a must-play game. And Mm -hmm. I've got to... I'm... There's no way of actually telling, but I'm inclined to say I've probably put about... Probably pushing about 25 hours into it now. Oh, sure. Um, And... I am like stunned by that game. Like it is like it, it genuinely is fantastic. Like the the aesthetic of it is like beautiful. It's it's it is it, and it's markedly more colorful than I was expecting. Like mm-hmm. some bits um <laughs> like the bits with Freya and yeah. the whole bit around where she lives and stuff like that. Yeah. It looks amazing. Um and like I was playing it earlier tonight and there's um a bit where it's just like kratos on his own and the camera's like really close to him like i was just sat there thinking wow this is like this is one of the best looking games i've ever mm-hmm. played just like the texture on his skin like the, the the movement of his hands like being i don't know whether it's mo-capped but it's just so like incredibly lifelike um and i'm i'm really impressed with like how um so far it feels like every time i play it this game is giving me stuff like i'm it it just keeps giving to you the more you play it and i'm like i'm got i'm off doing side mm-hmm. quests i'm just going oh hey look at this i'm going over here um i'm going to mow my boat by here and i'm going to go and run around this area and see what's going on and like you find things is like a new sort of you might find new armor you might find um another side quest or you might find like an upgrade or something like that and it's just so well paced and the story just keeps like i often find with stories of like this ilk like father-son type stories where it's just a case of one person's relationship with another and how they evolve they often sort of go through weird um the pacing's not very good like you'll have sort of like they might be called to each other 
at first and then all of a sudden like there might be just sort of like thrown in one bit where they like you know there's a bit of tenderness there mm-hmm. uh, but so far the the pacing of the relationship and how it's slowly evolving with Kratos and um Atreus is really really good um and it's it feels very organic mm-hmm. um and like going into a game where you've got a a kid who's always around is like it's a very difficult thing to achieve not having them be annoying and he's not he's like he's like he genuinely becomes like a a brilliant crucial yeah character and also a very good mechanic in the gameplay mm-hmm. like you can use him like very very effectively yeah um and like have have you got like how much have you sort of used him with the combat and stuff like with his bow and arrow and, and that uh we haven't gotten any like new arrows so I don't know if that's like a spoiler, but we're still at the what he has originally. Yeah. yeah, I mean, every time he gets a new arrow, it opens up new areas of the game yeah, for you. That um, I know. Like I've, yeah. I've got um, two different types of arrow now. Mm-hmm. Um, like once you get you you go above the basic arrow, um, you you don't go back to it. You've got one or another right now. Mm-hmm. Um and they like both of those arrows enable you to do new things and there's there there'll be areas when you're running around the game and like I can't go here right now. Like I can, like when am I gonna be able to get there? And these these arrows allow you to get there, but then there's also other areas in the game. Um have you come across any of those doors which are kinda of like covered by like a mirror, like the thing that looks like a mirror? No, that doesn't sound okay. familiar. So, um, a word of advice. When you do see them, walk up yeah. to them and press circle. You can't open them for a while, but it marks them on your map because you'll okay. need to go back to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't tell you or anybody what's behind those doors, but I went behind one of them earlier on and... Um, Goddamn. Um get good at the combat before you go through them basically um (laughs) but like i'm like what were your expectations going into it like before before it came out uh I i don't know i didn't really have expectations like because i never played the game i guess so for me i didn't think I Atreus would be like as important and I didn't know how much I would love him and I would die for him. Yeah. And <laughs> like, like I, I would said, literally I... throw Kratos off anything to save yeah. this child. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, and it's like he like I said, he's he's so um like he's just so, so well good. Yeah. So well written. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing I love. Like, there's a lot of. Um, and I think um, Santa Monica um, have basically set, been pretty open about it. It's like, there's a lot of um, kind of echoes of Naughty Dog in the way mm-hmm. that this game um, tells its story. Um, like, I love the bit. Have you got to the lake yet, Kelsey? Uh, what part does it come a... after? Because um, sure. basically the it... part I'm at is like um, like something really big happened to Atreus and he's having a hard time accepting it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you'll, you'll know when you, you'll know when you get. OK. To um, yeah. So basically, um, like there's this lake i'll be as vague as i can and um there's tons of locations around it um like just sort of places that are relevant to the story there's stuff to explore and that's where Mm -hmm. the game really sort of goes from being small hub worlds to being um a lot more open 
Um, and like while you're in the boat with like Kratos and Atreus, and later on there's a third voice that gets added and adds a bit of like humor. Um, mm-hmm. They they're always talking to each other, so you'll be going from sort of A to B. And like Atreus says to Kratos, and he'll be like, "Oh, father, tell me a story." And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> and then he's just like, he tells a story, and it's like sometimes it's fu- like he does well, other times he's just he tells it like really poorly, and like Atreus is just like, "That was a really bad story," <laughs> and um, like I love it just him. <laughs> it does like. Like there's nothing there story wise, but it's such a good way of like again, like Naughty Dog games do, like with Uncharted and like The Last of Us did, where it's just two characters um who you've got a little bit of time to throw in some dialogue to expand the dynamic between them. Mm-hmm. And it does does it really well. And one thing I will say for this game as well is that um like I was, I don't mind games when they're sort of they're serious, um, if they're sort of a bit more realistic. But I think in this setting, um, and I think one thing with the previous God of War games is they were always a bit sort of they took themselves a bit too seriously, mm-hmm. and there's times when. Um, like Kratos is like the butt of a joke. Um, and like Atreus is basically sort of like yanking his chain and it's really funny. Like, it's kind of like, um, um, it reminds me a bit of sort of like Damien and Bruce Wayne's sort uh-huh. of dynamic where okay. like he's like jerking around and he's like, Bruce is just like, yeah, no, okay, whatever. And like, <laughs> like he's, the joke is at like his, ex- like Kratos's expense. Um, uh-huh. And I, I really like that about it. And then, like I said, there's a third voice added, um, which brings that out even more as well. Um, but I'm I'm just blown away by it. Like the design yeah. in that game, yes. like yes. just just silly, just just little things. Like there's some doors, like those doors with the mirrors on them. I, I open when you when you um, can open those. The way they open is just visually so damn cool. Um, mm-hmm. and it just looks amazing. Um, like I would love to watch. Like I would say, next time you stream, Kelsey, I, w- I want to see you play God of War as opposed to Bloodborne because I just want to like because I'm I I'm way ahead of you, and yeah. I just want to sort of like watch you react to like discovering things in the game. <laughs> and um, I think between. Myself, you, and Danica, we've kind of, like, formed a three-person Freya fan Fan club. Because she is, she's a robo-babe. She's Um, a broad and a half. (laughs) A broad and a half. She's a real broad. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny that you you find that that funny because I'm I'm being sincere. Like, I actually think she's a broad. (laughs) I was like, "Hey, do you want to go and shoot some pool with the broads?" I was like, "I was like, do people use that word these days." It's a compliment. This guy makes you sound like a like a nineteen thirties like gangster or something. Hey, we uh, were out with the broads the other night. <laughs> um, all our grandparents came from Italy during that time. So yes, we all speak oh, like there this. Yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah, that did make me laugh. But yeah, Freya. <laughs> Oof. Lordy lordy. Um yeah. I would also, let her they, spit on me. Yeah. I was just about to say there was this weird moment where um like it's not really a spoiler because I don't think saying a character spits in somebody's face in a video game is a spoiler or anything. Um, and I've said it now, so whatever. Um, and I was just like, okay, here's a question. If you think Freya's that hot, would you let her spit in your face? And Danica was straight away was like, yeah, I'd totally let her spit in my face. And I was like, yeah, I think I would too. She's, <laughs> she's hot. She's hot. Um, 
and like she makes multiple appearances in the game and is brilliant um but i'm also surprised by how big a game it is um like the like the map is huge like and it's not like when you find new areas just areas to explore it's not like um they're small like say like that like i mentioned there's so many areas around it yeah. And you go to them, and there's like full on sort of like puzzles to solve. There's, um, mm-hmm. have you come across any of those? Um, there's like those chests, and they've got like the three symbols on the front yes. of them. Yes. Um, so there's, um, at first, it sort of has you open those just by like destroying sort of three, um, like idols, I suppose you could call them, with, the, with those emblems on. But then, mm-hmm. as you progress, um, it layers on sort of like um, new ways of opening them, um, and I kind of like at times it's kind of reminiscent of um, like doing a tomb in Tomb Raider. Um, and one thing I will say, Kelsey, is if you pick up side missions, um, I don't know what your attitude is towards side missions, but do them because this game does a bloody good job of um if you do a side mission it's very 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 worth it because you get like stuff that actually makes yeah it gives you the the rewards are genuinely worth it because you'll get like items that you can use to upgrade your armor or the axe and stuff like that and it helps your progression through the game um a lot and also like i said there's some of those side quests do have some really cool um areas for you to explore and it's like i said it's kind of like um have you played any of the new the new tomb raider games Mm. okay well yeah it kind of reminds me of the tombs in the new tomb raider especially um yeah but i can see where because i know that in the tomb raider games there's a lot of puzzles yes um and there's nothing of that um complexity i suppose in god of war they're just basically they're simple logic puzzles but they're like really well done and um i kind of appreciate the fact that they haven't gone too far in making them tricky because it just um it stops you from like it stops you from having your progression through the game slowed down so i do really like that about that but mm-hmm. um we'll leave that there and i'm sure we will talk about god of war an awful lot over the coming weeks like bobby's been playing it um like matt's probably gonna play it once he's played through every I think song he did. in rock band he has bought it is he oh well done matt yeah he bought it and i think he played a little bit Oh, cool. Well, okay, then that's all four of us playing this game. So I think, um, yeah, you know, I think maybe once we're all done with it, um, we'll have maybe like a spoiler episode for it because I think there's yeah. it's worthy of that because I, from what yeah. I've seen so far, like I said, the writing is so good in it and the dynamic of the characters and the story's really um developing as well um yeah. to something interesting so i think that might be a possibility down down the line um so i put the call out for um some opinions on uh, god of war on twitter <laughs> and um <laughs> the aforementioned danica says kratos is the ultimate dad um <laughs> I think that's a bit, a bit of a, a bold statement. Um, his beard is godly. Um, that's one thing I will say is the beard physics are very good. Like his beard like mm-hmm. gets blown in the wind mm-hmm. very nicely. I agree. It's very good. I want to make him proud. Um, I don't think it's possible to make Kratos proud. I think he's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. But that you. that's what she that's what she means. Like there's such a high expectation mm. that she feels like she needs to challenge herself. Yeah. 
to make him That's, proud. Yeah, one thing I do like is like every now and then when you finish the combat, like Atreus will say to him, "Is like, how did I do?" And he just he'll just go like, "Adequate." He's <laughs> just like, mm. high, "High praise from so Caesar." Um, and she also says, "I also want him to be angry at me and yell at me and call me girl." Voice mm. equals ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. I'm infatuated. <laughs> I'm kind of thinking someone might have the hots for Kratos. Do you reckon, Kelsey? I think, I think that's kind of like the underlying, <laughs> the underlying I, theme. I there. don't, I don't see it. <laughs> really, well, I appreciate because I appreciate him as a father, and Danica appreciates him as a as a daddy. Wink. As a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do me daddy um, <laughs> she says playing this game exhilarates me also it is beautiful and I would like to live there minus creepy singing lady um, also yeah. I love Atreus as if he were my yeah. child I want to yes. protect him he's so yes. pure Yes. and then in <laughs> conclusion she says and Freya is hot as fuck yes um, I agree with all that <laughs> correct and oh oh no this this is the last thing ask kelsey when we will play god of war and bloodborne again so Mm -hmm. i think she's trying to set up a social calendar via (laughs) talking games podcast um (laughs) so kelsey you're on the spot um you know you're obliged to answer danica this is essentially a listening question now as she knows i have finals when finals are done Man. And she knows this. I don't know why she has to be such a ball buster. <laughs> well, you've already established that's what you do to each other. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm probably going to stream more of it. Um, the, so it's because I love supporting you. If Danica wants to live you? vicariously through me as opposed to you for a change, then she's welcome I like too. supporting you, but then I feel like I know things that happen. Like, there was one... There's one, uh, like, boss fight, I guess. I guess you could say he was, like, the first boss. The stranger. Yes. Yeah. And I knew it was coming, and I knew that Danica had left your stream by that point. So, because I didn't want to deal with it, I threw the controller at her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, what... oh, it's it's your turn to play. <laughs> one, one thing I will say is, like, um, as a sort of spectacle, that first bo- boss battle is really cool. Yeah. Um, like visually, some like awesome stuff happens, but the, the one like hole I can pick in this game so far is that first boss battle goes on a little bit too long. I I agree. Like Danica uh, did it in one shot, um, so that's what it, I found that it it was actually um, long. Like it's like when you're in um, in the Pokemon game and then you're about to beat. Um, one of the final four and you have like they have like one HP left so you're like okay I'm gonna use scratch because you don't want to waste like your good moves you know and then they fucking use the HP restore and you're like fuck because you're you're your guy is already dying (laughs) that's what it felt like and it just was so long of that but I get that um, it had to establish like a threat to Atreus yeah, and that there um, is someone out there or people out there that can actually threaten this child that are actually up to par with like Kratos's power. Yeah, um, and it does go some to establish that um, further down the line as well. Um, and one thing I do really like about it is like the whole sort of use of Norse mythology in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's a lot of it, and it's really, really fucking cool. Um, like, I don't know how accurate it is to actual Norse mythology, but... Um, probably, it's, probably not. <laughs> no, but if it isn't, then kudos to whoever wrote it, because it's really cool, and um, I, I really appreciate that about it. So, right, we shall move on to some news items now, um, which we'll sort of go over fairly quickly. Um, 
Kelsey, I'll do a quick one and then we'll talk and then I'll hand over to you for the one you added. Um, So basically, out of the blue, I kind of knew-ish that um, this game was coming to consoles, but um, it's just come out of nowhere. nowhere. Um, H1Z1, or um, colloquially H1Z1, um, is coming to PlayStation 4. Um, If you go on, I think it's h1z1.com forward slash playstation 4 right now you can sign up for a closed beta but next month they're having an open beta so i would imagine um full release for that after that probably maybe only be sort of like two or three weeks after Mm -hmm. the open beta unless they have a second open beta but basically h1z1 is now a free-to-play game so um that's basically them stepping in now and adding a second free-to-play battle royale game on PlayStation. Um, and apparently that game has changed a hell of a lot because, like, me and Bobby played it a bit on PC, but um, they've changed it up quite a bit because I think they've um, done some stuff with it, so it's a bit more sort mm-hmm. of esports ready, okay? As as they like to say. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what it's like on PlayStation. Apparently, they've put a lot of work into um, optimizing the control system. And they also say that the game will run at 60 FPS on um, PS4 Pro. So that's pretty cool. Um, so, Kelsey, handing over to you for news of um, Detroit Become humans developer yeah so i i thought this was interesting because me and matt got um a question last week about like whether or not or was it last week or was it the no it was last week i think anyways about whether or not like we would play detroit become human and i said yeah because like the story really interests me blah 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 blah, blah, blah. but um then <laughs> like i know david cage is like a piece of shit and I've heard this several times. Apparently so. <laughs> um, but over the weekend, uh, Cage sues French media over articles on toxic work conditions. So, like, on top of it. So, you hear rumors that he has, like, um, really bad work conditions. Like, I'll see if I could find uh, an example. Um There's none right here, but I know it's, like, making them work late and, like, um, um, he has, like, this kind of power issue. Um, And, like, people make a lot of jokes, like, every time you insult him, he'll know because he Googles himself. Like, he has a very high um, idea. He's got an ego. Yeah, exactly. He's very narcissistic was the word I was looking for. But basically, um, this French newspaper Le Monde and Mediapart are French, like, journalists, I guess you could say. And the video game studio taking legal action against the press for negative reporting. So Cage and co-CEO Guillaume de Fondamier had threatened litigation in January when the reports hit, but some observers assumed that was posturing, and it wasn't, because media outlets have confirmed to Kotaku on Monday that... um, they are suing. Uh, I just, I wanted to talk about this because I find it almost like a Donald Trump situation where it's like your your ego is so big that you can't accept valid criticisms in your actions. Mm-hmm. And as a CEO of like a video game studio, you have to know like where your limits are. And deal with the consequences um and specifically in this case it's like if you are being criticized either shut up and deal with it in your office and make strides towards making your workplace better and don't make a like i don't know how to say this without telling him just shut the fuck up like apologize shut the fuck up deal with it behind what you need to do, acknowledge that you made a mistake and make advancements because people, 
might play your game regardless, but your reputation falters. I don't know yeah. if, if you get what I mean. I mean, like... Like, I don't just don't see how you can sue, how you think suing jur- journalists makes you look better. I, I just don't see it. No, it doesn't. And, like, I think this is one of those, like, no smoke without fire situations. Like, yeah. I, the reason why I know this guy's name is because of like multiple exactly. stories I've seen with allegations exactly. of like racism, homophobia, sexism, um just him being like a general like just being a shitty person to people and like you say just forcing people to work like ridiculously long hours and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And like reading this article he's he's one of those like he's given the sort of like i can't be racist i've got racist friends type excuses he's like do we want is like in a um i'm not sure where this quote is coming from but he says like do we want to talk about homophobia we work with ellen page who's fighting for lgbt rights that- <laughs> do we want to talk about racism we are working with jesse williams who is fighting for civil rights in the united states judge my work and i'm just like dude these people yeah, that was an interview that came out a, a couple of uh, months ago. These people are working for you and their work will result in you making a, a fuckload of money. Like, you probably don't give a... Like, you could, like, hate them, and but mm-hmm. because they're going to help make you money, you're not going to, like, care if, like, who they are is offensive to you because they're going to be profitable to you. So... That that doesn't fly to me. That just seems like someone grasping at straws. But then is like, um, you know, I the thing it mentions in the article is, as well about like um, employees of the company like um, having like their faces photoshopped onto like naked bodies or mm-hmm. like um, people wearing Nazi uniforms and shit mm-hmm. like that, and there's like displayed around their offices and things like that. Um, so there's obviously it's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking. It's it so is odd. weird. Like if that happened in my workplace, like, and like, I got found out for it, I would be, I would be out the door quicker than I could say my own name, and my name is only three letters long, so that's how fucking quick I'd be out the door. Um, but <laughs> you know, there must be there has to be something going on behind the doors of that company. But like you say, him coming out and and suing people for these stories isn't going to like make that stuff go away. Like, cause if, if it's still happening, then people are still gonna like point the finger. Yeah. that. But that's, that's what I mean. It's like, how, like, how can you, think that someone criticizing like you're in the public sphere and obviously you want to be in the public sphere so it's like deal with it i don't know like <laughs> learn yeah. to take criticism like you are a shitty person like <laughs> i don't <Yeah>. know because <laughs> it basically says that um the sued publications will have to demonstrate that they handled the story with fairness and good faith they will have to show the judge that they reached out to all parties involved offered those parties perspective and used the appropriate caution while reporting their story. So um, it's going to be very interesting to keep an eye on that one and see how that, how it pans out because um, like if it doesn't go his way, then yeah. Like like, what's he going to do? Yeah. Get more mad. Like (laughs) if the thing is, if he, if it does go against him, all he's done is just bring all of this shit Mm-hmm. back into the limelight mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if anything it might go some to sort of um helping to sort of solidify that those allegations aren't just you know um sensationalist storytelling in a newspaper mm-hmm. so uh, it'll be very interesting to see how that turns out um but in happier news um we've had <laughs> um may's um playstation plus free games um confirmed and um 
it's going to be a bit of a good month, I think. Um, so the big game um, that we have, um, and I think these will be out next, yeah, next Tuesday, May the 1st. Um, so that's very early in the month for a PlayStation Plus. Usually it's sort of like, you know, around yeah. 6, 7, 8, something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the big game of the month is um, Beyond Two Souls. Um, oh, speak, speaking of David Cage, yeah, um, <laughs> which is a is a good is a is a good game. Like I played it, I enjoyed it. It's not anything amazing, um, mm-hmm. but it's it's cool and it's very cinematic, um, and um, for free. It's a very good price, and they were obviously doing that to help, um, you know, with sales of Detroit become human. Um, and secondly, um, <laughs> Jackie Ormond, former Talking Games presenter, will be over the moon to find out that Rayman Legends will be free. Um, so, yeah, which is also a damn good fun game, and it is very very pretty too it's extremely colorful have you played rayman legends uh yeah but like not uh not all the way through like I'd, i've tried it out hmm. it's good fun um but maybe leave it until you're done with uh the hardcore daddy action <laughs> um so it says ps3 owners will have two games to claim um co-op action arcade game eat them and action rpg risen 3 titan lords um for ps3 it says vita rounds out the list with two puzzle games Furmins and king oddball the latter supports cross buy on both ps3 and ps4 so basically if you've got a ps4 you're getting beyond two souls rayman legends and king oddball so you've got three games um and like switch your playstation on and claim the other games as well because you know don't miss out on your free stuff. Um, so that's a pretty good month for PlayStation Plus, I think. Some good damn fine games in there. Um, so we will wrap this mother up right here for this week. Um, unless you've got anything else that's itching at you to, that you want to say, Kelsey. No. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. No. <laughs> um, so... Right, you can contact us at games at talkingcomicbooks.com. We are at un- talking underscore games on the Twitters. Um, you can find our YouTube content at youtube.com slash talkinggamesvideos. So on YouTube, if you've missed any of our li- live streams, they get archived on there. Um, so you can also go on mixer.com slash your3dads and follow Bobby... Justin and Andy's escapades in PUBG as they all basically um, get salty and argue with each other whilst playing a video game. (laughs) Um, It's highly amusing. Um, And, like, Justin gets especially angry, which comes as no surprise to anybody. (laughs) Um, And we are also a humble partner. Um, There's a very good... um, humble bundle on right now which is um for ps3 ps4 and ps vita and it's a bunch of capcom games and sega games so there's like Mega Man in there dead rising um a whole bunch of stuff i tweeted the link out a few days ago um and i'll put it in the show notes on the talking comics website for this so basically if you click that link um if you buy that um bundle um we'll get a little share of the money you spend more importantly money goes to charity and that's the why humble bundle is so good because money goes to charity um and you get a shit ton of free um not free shit ton of games for like practically free um because i think there's probably about 10 games in there and it's like pay what you want um so humble bundle is always very much like worth a look um so that'll be it for this week um i will go through the twitter handles of the people in absentia um you can follow bobby at bobby shortle on twitter 
You can follow Matt at Johnny Matt Wood on Twitter and the Insta. And um, see, I'm done with the kids. I know, I know how to, <laughs> to shorten these names of these things, so I look cool. Um, and Kelsey. Do I, oh, K-E-L-S-S-A-M-U-S. I wasn't sure if you were asking me. <laughs> I'm asking you to keep up with what's going on in the conversation. Kelsamus. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. The youth of today, she sat there with her phone, probably scrolling through Twitter as no. I ask her through her Twitter handle. No. <laughs> no, I was, no, I was. No, I was texting my boyfriend. Snapchat. WhatsApp. Oh um, I've run out of instant messaging. Like Facebook Messenger. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll find me at H underscore Paz. On the Twitters and Hupaz on Insta. Ooh, um, plug speaking it in. of speaking of Hupaz, in the next couple of weeks, um, I'm going to be wearing some um, esports garb, which is personalised with my uh, gamer handle on it. Um, I'll, yeah, I'm not going to spoil what it is, but I'll wear it <laughs> wear it for you, lovely people. I'll model it, and uh, you can you can all swoon or vomit, <laughs> whichever. Whichever way you feel. Um, but that is it for this week. Um, thank you, Kelsey. Thank you, Hugh. And thank you to all of you. Until next time, take it out on a date. <gasps> give it a nice meal. And fucking smash it. <gasps> yeah. Also, <laughs> be good to one another. 